Hi, lovies. This is Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast. Today, I have a special guest named Emily Munez. Um, she is the author and the creator of the Simplicity Tarot deck. And we are here to just get pretty much knowing everything about her, what inspires her. This is a beautiful, beautiful deck. Um, if you haven't gotten it, please purchase it. Um, we have it available on our website. However, you can also get them at U.S. Game Systems, Inc. And Emily, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Emily Munez, Emily Muniz, um, the creator of Simplicity Tarot. Um, what could I say about myself? Um, I divine. I'm a full-time diviner, but I'm also um, heavily into spirituality. I um, practice ATR religion, uh, such as Palo, Santeria, and Espiritismo. Um, and my whole life kind of revolves around, you know, spirituality and divination. Um, I created the tarot deck, Simplicity Tarot, just... I, I wanted to make tarot reading easy, basically, for everyone. A lot of people, um, when I was growing up, was like, oh, I'm really interested in tarot, but it's scary, or it's hard, or, you know, um, it's complicated. So I created Simplicity Tarot with kind of the beginners in mind. Like, I took myself back to when I first started learning divination, I was like, oh gosh, like this was so complicated. I couldn't understand the cards. So I created it, uh, me and my artists, um, to make it easy to understand the images. And I added keywords, you know, in the bottom. So it could just be kind of linked together. And so anybody at any level could just take a card out and basically read tarot, right? So that was, that's kind of the basis of it, of why I created it, you know. Um, always, also people like, oh, it's scary. So I wanted to make it light, right? And welcoming um, to people so it won't be scary and intimidating. Um, and welcoming is the word. So that's how I created, you know, Simplicity Tarot. Yeah, and you know, this deck was probably like the third that I tried. It was like trial and error until Simplicity Tarot came out. I was yeah. like, I got it, it was successful. Okay, I did it. But definitely it wasn't my first attempt in creating a tarot deck for sure, for sure. Yeah. So what was your first experience with tarot? How old were you? 11, and I'm 39 now, <laughs> right? Um, but my first experience with tarot started around 11. Um, I grew up in Brooklyn, in Bushwick, right? Um, around that time, uh, there was, it was a lot of noise about Espiritismo. So Espiritismo, you know, a lot of spiritual stuff. And my mother would invite um, spiritualists in the house, like all, all, all the time. It was like even a social event, you know, you invite people over and they would read your coffee cup. Um, like in the in the kitchen, <laughs> that's how it traditionally was. Okay. And you'll just gossip and they'll read your fortune and, you know, we'll speak about spiritual stuff or how to protect yourself with things you could do spiritually to get what you wanted, you know, or cleansings and stuff. So one day my mom had someone come over to read her um, coffee cup 
taza de café. That's how we say it in Spanish. I'm Puerto Rican. And then um, the lady came. Well, I used to call her tia, but I think everyone just calls everyone tia when you see them more than a few times. That's all, <laughs> right? Um, and she was like, yeah, come come over here, nena. And I was like, that's me. That stands for like little girl. Um, you got the gift. Tell me what you see in this cup. And I was like, okay, you know, and I just read the cup and kind of described what I saw in the cup with the images. And it just started from there. She said I was accurate. I don't remember what I told the woman. Um, and it was really intriguing. I felt empowered, like, oh my God, you know, I got superpowers, you know, I was so young. And from then on, she kept coming. I started reading her cup. Um, she taught me how wow. to read um I started reading cup for other people and then it just it, it just went into tarot cards it was just something that just happened started reading tarot and when I picked up my first tarot deck I was like I I felt like you know when you just freeze and then you like everything just goes backwards or you kind of just being pivoted into the future like it's like cycle yes. you know like speed is like you like and I was like, this is what I want to do. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is it. Like, I love it. I love it, you know. Um, and I just never looked back. There was a passion that I had. I was like, man, I would love to create one of these, you know. Um, and there was a lot of, there wasn't a lot of books on tarot cards then um, at all. But there was a lot of information more on it. Um in Spanish for some reason. Maybe it was like the Walter Mercado era, you know? So there was a lot of Spanish books on it and I would translate the Spanish books bit by bit to understand the card meanings and things like that. Um, so it, it just was something that just got me really intrigued into it. You know, everyone loved Walter. <laughs> I wanted to be just like this guy. Um, he was so, you know, mysterious and intriguing and elaborate with like the golds and stuff. So that he he inspired me about the little gold that I, I like putting everywhere, you know. Um, so and he's Puerto Rican like me, you know, so it was very inspiring. Um, but yeah, that's what got me. That's like the beginning. And I was so young and I got into tarot card collecting and things like that. But that's in the beginning of how it just started. And I was very young and look, I'm still here. People thought, you know, it was a phase, but it's not a phase, you know? I just kept yeah. going. Yeah, I just kept going. I was so passionate about it. And I really enjoyed the artwork of the tarot cards. Um, like every deck, someone described the cards differently and how it was expressed through their art. And I just kept collecting 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 because I was intrigued to see how they saw the card and interpret it in their own way through mm -hmm. their yes and that's why I collected so many I got hundreds of tarot decks hundreds people are like why you're not going to use all those decks I was like but I have them all you know like <laughs> I have them all and since I do this you know for a living I never get bored of it. I just pop up a new tarot deck and when I'm reading I'm like looking at the images you know it keeps it it fresh so I love it yeah I'm over here babbling but yeah no I love it I I, I want to know it and this is interesting so would it be safe to say that 11 would like was like your time where you knew you could create one or when did your artistic talents become very 
you know, well, official I'll, to you? Listen, I cannot draw for my life. I cannot draw for my life. <laughs> Okay, I cannot draw for my life. So let me just tell you, if you are not a tarot, if you don't know how to draw, you can still create a tarot deck. I just want to let you know. You could totally create a tarot (laughs) deck. And that's what I did. I hooked up with, first of all, you have to find the right artist. I mean, I I think this was like my fourth, fifth artist. You know, you really have to get a vibe. They have to, you have to learn how to communicate with them to express exactly what you want. And so they could draw it, you know, and they got to be consistent and really dedicated to a tarot deck because it's seven day eight cards. This is a big project. It's a yeah. huge project to take on, uh, you know, the digital formatting and uh, how it could go to the printing press. So mm-hmm. I hired an artist, you know, but it was a lot of trial and error to find the perfect artist. Uh, so I found an artist and we collaborated and um, he's he's my artist. So we collaborated on decks. Um, Actually, this is it's, it's Simplicity Tarot, but I finished Simplicity Lenormand as well. And I got Fox Crystal Tarot that we just finished probably last month. This is my third deck that I did with him. The publishing. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but so I collaborated with an artist. You know, <laughs> I had visions in my mind, but it didn't get to manifest really on paper you know, until I met him years ago. Um, but that's how what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. Well, that's my next question. So now, what do you consider a good vibe? What made you resonate with the images that has now become Simplicity Tarot? What, made what resonated me, with you the most? I wanted something um, like in the clouds, I wanted to feel welcoming. I wanted it to feel peaceful. You you understand? Mm-hmm. I wanted it to yeah. have that kind of vibe. And um, Simplicity Tarot went through um, maybe six, seven, you know, different type of transitions before it got to this final copy. So it really is, no, do this. No, lighten the colors. No, I want swirls in here, you know? I think it was the swirls. The squirrels on the it. Squirrels? We, like, <laughs> okay. we got to keep the squirrels. Squirrels is our thing here. We're going to okay. keep it. The niche is welcoming. It feels friendly. And I want light colors. I don't want nothing kind of too saturated. I want it light, you know? <laughs> like it feel, it makes you feel like you're in the clouds. So that's what we were trying to go for. Yeah. I love it. Because I, I definitely got that very simplicity feeling from it as well. Very light, very yeah. welcoming. You know, would, would it be safe to say that you maybe subconsciously created this for your 11-year-old self? <laughs> well, that's exactly, it wasn't subconscious. It was exactly who I was doing it for. I said, when I was little, what did I want it? What did I want it? And I remember I had, um, I think it's called the Witch's Tarot. It's from the 007, like in the 70s. I forgot. I think it's called the Witch's Tarot, the Tarot, the Witches, something like that. And I remember picking up that first card. I'm like, what the hell does this mean? It's just <laughs> like, I was like, how can I read this? And I was like, wow, this is going to be hard, right? I was, and so I, when I was creating it, I was like, well, what would I be telling my 11-year-old self? Like, what does she want it to make her, this easier, right? Because I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to read tarot. It's going to be easy. It's just all going to come together. And then I pulled out that card. I was like, what? 
F is this? You know, it's just batons or wands or sticks. I was like, and I remember that feeling and I felt kind of defeated at that point, you know, but of course, you know, I took my time to learn more, but I wanted to kind of eliminate that for the beginner, right? I wanted you to flip your first card and be like, this is what it means. And I could see, I see. This is what it means, you know, and I feel it and I got this. I wanted, I wanted to inspire them to keep on reading because having the tool of divination is so powerful. You get your past, your future, you get to tap into your spiritual guides, you get to tap in and speak to a loved one. You could even do spells with it. You know, this is such a powerful gift, a pack of cards. That 78 cards are portals, you know, to different yes. worlds. And um I wanted it to be like a gift to them. Like, I got this. I could do this. You know, I got this in my hand. And it has the words. I know exactly what it means. There's no doubt that this is not what it means. So, yeah, it was for her. It was for 11-year-old Emmy. That's what it was for, really. Yeah. Yes. We thank 11-year-old Emmy for bringing this project. Complicate it at all, you know? Um, and I really wanted it to be a teaching tool as well. Like, well, I don't know how to read tarot. Buy my deck. You got this. <laughs> you got this. Put compound words together. This card says this. And then put the other word together. Put them together. Let's see what it makes. What new what new word it makes. You know? Yeah. Yes. Um, at what point um, did you ever have any doubts or like, did your confidence ever leave you? Um, when you consider creating a tarot deck, not even just this one, like any ones in the future, you know, when was your confidence at its highest? When was that its lowest? Um, I think when I first um, pitched my first deck and it got rejected, right? But then I think I had so much support. They told me why I was rejected. So for the first hit, you're like, oh, no, you know, like, oh, God, it's mm -hmm. not if you get like a little bit and I was like you know what but these are professionals so tell me what are you looking for and you know what is good about this deck you know they're like well you got x y and z is really good but we're looking for this and this because of the market is like this and this so I I took it as this is not a failure at all I got to this point right so teach me teacher you know I was like this is good right. so I all the information as some, as really guidance and was like let's go by let's go from scratch i'm gonna start a whole new deck you know um because i could do this and i was like what do what do i need to fix you know and i did it um i think what what's was the most difficult is finding an artist you know someone that vibe with you someone that won't um give up okay. <laughs> Because it's a long project. Someone that has patience with you, um, that that's it. It's very time consumed. It's a lot of time, a lot of time. But that's where your passion comes that you don't give up, right? You have to be understanding that you're also working with another person and trying to describe what's in your head. Yeah. Uh, so how, I mean, so I, I'm pretty sure you, you are e extremely proud of yourself. I'm pretty sure your family is proud of you. Right. Like, um, how does it yeah. feel to have, you know, your name on something that is in this really large tarot world? 
I mean, it feels great. It's it's my dream. It's my it's been my dream since I was a kid, literally. I, it was one of the first things I said to myself when I touched my first tarot deck. You know, it really is. It really was. I said I want to make one of these. Like, and I was like, I want to, and I will. You know, I don't even know how I'm gonna get there. I was like, this is such a far fetched thing. But here I am, you know, but it feels like a great accomplishment to have something that you've been thinking about and then working hard. And then you have this tangible little box that, you know, it's at Barnes and Nobles or it's on Amazon. It's like, holy shit, this is real. It's so exciting. Yes. I'm really proud of myself. I'm like, I did it. You know, yes. I have this this object, this pack of cards with my name. And even when I pass away one day, you know, it's still here and people could use it. It's like a helpful tool to people. And that was my dream to help people. Like you said, you help your 11 year old self. I was like, and even my kids, you know, I'm teaching my kids with something I made. It's like, I feel very proud of myself. I really do. I really do. It feels great. It's great because they, they are definitely beautiful for sure. Oh, thank you. Um, they are. They really are. I, I've never seen anything like it, to be honest with you. I really haven't. It's it's almost like I can even I can even jump back into time. And when I look at it, sometimes it, it reminds me of like even like the most famous like board games I've played. Where it's like <laughs> you turn this famous board game into a tarot deck, which is kind of like, you know, age appropriate for me now as i'm in my 30s right like i i saw the box and i was just like that looks like Candyland or, or shoots and ladders but yes. for like and you know going into the spirit world <laughs> but, but, but chariot is a heroine it's not a guy too i was like i want the chariot the hero to be a woman right. Heroine. I was like, she's going to be a bad bitch and she's, you know, she's going to be a woman of color with curly hair and just riding this chariot. You know, I was like, she got this. Um, that's also, it, it's, it's a big card for me. You know, I was like, okay, I love the chariot, you know, and that's kind of me there too, because I am a Cancerian. So <laughs> it's a beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful card. And I was like, this needs to be the face of you know of this deck and there wasn't a lot of um tarot decks with the front at that time when it got published of people of color so for me it was like okay i'm gonna do this you know i'm gonna do this for 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 everybody for us you know of people with different skin tones brown skin black we're gonna have a face of us women too on a deck so that was the reason why I did that it was like a proud moment you know not everybody knows that but I was like I'm gonna do this it's gonna be the face of this deck I love it I love it well that's one of the that is one of the jaw drop, dropping things about it the first thing I noticed about it was that there was in fact a female on the cover you know you know mm -hmm. giving me you know obviously you know foreshadowing what's going to be to come in the deck you mm -hmm. know, and I think that is a brilliant thing to do, especially nowadays. It definitely shows the the evolving, you know, of spirituality, uh, because it is mostly known that, you know, women like to use tarot cards, but it's more like, yes, you do always see a man as the chariot, you know, yeah. and that is something that is very eye-opening, because now it makes me want to see what do the other cards look like, you know, like, what other rules are we breaking here? Or what, what other, you know, um, personality, you know, that is different in this deck 
that you don't see in other, you know, decks that are pretty much copying each other. You know, if I'm safe to say that, I would say about 90% of those cards out there are kind of like copying each other, right? Yeah. And this one does definitely add a, a, a huge layer of individuality, right? Yeah. An extra layer of mirth and, and just... Yeah, it was... Um... It's like the right away because that's my favorite tarot deck in the world is the right away. You know, I love like, I, I love it all. The right away is my go-to tarot deck. That is my favorite one. So I was like, okay, we're going to do the right away, but we're going to integrate different, you know, nationalities, people of color. You know, we got Asians and we got, you know, Indian descent. We were like, we're going to mix it up here. We're going to change it up a little bit and... I want people to flip a car and be like, oh, this could be me too, you know? I want them to really, per, you know, be personal with the deck. And this was something we was going for too. So it was great. I mean, it was great. And I was like, I did it. You know, we did it. We did it. And it, it came actually to be. So, you know, publishing takes about two years just to get it out there. Um, it's mm -hmm. such a long process. And you're like waiting because you're like, I know I did it. I finished it. And then you got to wait two years, you know? So that's like, oh, it's like you're sitting on your hands the whole entire time. Yeah. Yeah. People don't know that, that it does take time just to get it published after you've done, after you're done. And what is that weight like? It's like, you know, your wings to hold gold in your hand. You know, like, yeah, awesome the weight is, I just want to see how, how people are going to view it, you know, how they're going to respond to it. Are they going to like it? Is it going to work for them? You know, is it as easy as I thought it would be? You know, you sometimes I don't want to look at reviews, but I'm like, I just wanted to be out there. I wanted to travel the world. Um, a lot of people in Europe are really taking on to the deck. I see it. And it's like amazing just to know that mm -hmm. it's in another country. Okay several countries, I think that to me was like a wow factor. Like, wow, wow. Yeah. Now, do they standardly print it in other languages? I don't, I know, no, no. And I don't think it's a standard. I think, um, I'm not sure, but no. I feel like it's, it comes off as another edition when they do in a different language or something. Um, Simplicity Tarot did start off as a Kickstarter. You know, I self-published it first. Um, and then we raised, we raised a lot of money, like almost 20,000, I think. Um, and then US Games, US Games took over. Yeah. So, so in order for it to be published in Spanish, you have to have another edition of Simplicity? I don't know. I don't know, but I think so. I think so that it will be like the Spanish edition. You know, I think it will have to all be translated by somebody else and stuff. Yes. Yeah. But that would be a really, a really good idea if they did that. If they did that, I think that would be totally awesome. Right. Like Spanish. I think it would be great because that's, that's something great. that has kept me from publishing because I wouldn't want to publish it just in English. I mean, everybody wants to you know have everything translatable right um but you're you're telling me like, i just learned something new that i did not know that you know you would have to have like a second edition it doesn't come as like a standard thing uh, it, it probably sure would take longer 
Yeah, I think, no, I think they will publish like probably like the English one from what I see. Like there's decks, it will be like an English one. And then if they will publish it in a different country, they will have it translated. It will be like, you know, like the Italian edition or something or the mm -hmm. Spanish edition. You know, it will be something different. Yeah. So I just wanted to know um, how much of, you know, reading tarot and, you know, being, you know, a tarot reader, how is that incorporated into the things that you believe, like your belief systems, your religions, and your spiritual, you know? Every, everything. I mean, everything. Okay. Because, um, you know, in my religion, my spiritual beliefs, even when asking spirit something, we check with divination. Everything needs to be confirmed through divination, you know? So it's not just coming out of our minds, you know? It's like, is this true? It, you, We have to divine to have that confirmation. And even sometimes um, divine even in front of people so they could see the divination being thrown down so it could be confirmed, you understand? So divination is important in my spiritual practices. It really is, yes. So it's more like the prequel to anything, right? Well, it's like the, the mouth, the right? It's the communication. It's the the line of communication of how you connect with them and then get the confirmation. It is absolutely like, hey, do you want this? Yes or no? Or let's divine, and then you get the answer there. You know, it's the way the spirit speaks to you. Yeah. Right. Is it safe to ask? What part did any of your spirit guides or ancestors play in the a publishing lot. of this product? Oh, a lot. I have um, the spiritual, um, the spirit, the spiritual card, the Hitana card, spiritual guide card is an extra card. I have two um, extra cards in Simplicity Tarot. It's uh, the spiritual um, guide card, and then there's the spiritual cleansing card. Right? Because for me. Um, speaking to your spiritual guides is extremely important for guidance, right? So I have um, one of one of my um, spirits in my spiritual court. Um, it's it's my Hitana. I'm sure if you've seen my Facebook, I do like this big mm -hmm. celebration for her every year around my birthday. Um, and I was like, hey, because she likes traveling around the world. She likes she likes being known and, you know, she's a spirit that does like to travel. I was like, if you help me get this done, I will make a card for you, put you in this deck and you will travel the world to a whole bunch of new places. Wow. <laughs> People will know you. And I did it. I did it. And it happened. Right. So I got nice. the contract. It happened. I put her in the deck and that was our agreement and it worked, right? So there you go. So it was really kind of the heart of, of making this happen, you know? So that that is something I we also practice. You gotta make packs, you know? If you say you're gonna do something, you better do it, right? Because right. you have, your packs, have yours, you know? So that is, you know, not a lot of people know that. That was a, that was a beautiful question, so thank you, right? So that is one of the reasons why you see her card in the deck of simplicity tarot people are like who is this card so i was what, curious about that that was something different you're like what is this but i explain it as a spiritual guide so you can use that card 
um, as a key card to speak to your spiritual guide, whatever it may be, you know, or if you see it come out in a reading, it's that your spiritual guide is trying to communicate with you. And that's my nice. Yeah. The spiritual cleansing card is something that usually in in our readings in the ATR um, religion, uh, it comes out a lot often. Like you got to do a cleansing for this. You got to do a cleansing for this. You know, spiritual hygiene is very important. So I wanted to incorporate that card in my tarot deck, you know, because it kind of defines the things that I do. Yes. That that was amazing because I did see that one. That was an extra layer of interesting mirth that was added to this deck. And it's just like, oh, there's something else that I've never seen before. Um, (laughs) Just to start to wrap up, what is your favorite card in the deck? Like what is, what's your favorite most proud of? I don't know, there's so many. I gotta say my spiritual guide card. (laughs) It's true, it's true, it's true, it is. It is like every, I even blew up that card and put it on my shrine. Cause I'm like, you did it. okay. It is my favorite because, I mean, that's one of my main guides, you know, that walk with me, you know, I read full time for a, uh, uh, um, um, for, I read full time, right? That's what I do. So me and her walk very close, you know, and she's always had my back, always had my back. And just to see that there is a card of her and then, you know, my shrine there that's circulating and other people could connect with it. I'm very proud of it. I'm very, very proud of that card. Yeah. 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 Because it definitely is a beautiful, beautiful card. It, it does, um, it does jump out at you. It does give, give me like a, a feeling of, I don't know, like relief or just, I don't know, like being proud. I got like your back. I got safety. your back on here. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't think I have any more questions at this time. Do you have any questions or any comments? No, I mean, I'm just going to keep saying, I'm going to be, I'm going to say this. If you have, if you are inspired to create a deck, even if you don't have no skill in your body to draw, that shouldn't stop you from still trying to create a deck. You know, anything is possible. If I could do it, this girl from Brooklyn, <laughs> you can as well. You know, a lot of people used to laugh at me. I was like, what do you do? I'm a tarot reader. They used to laugh at me. Um, but I just kept kept going because I'm like, I'm really passionate about this. So I just want to say, don't give up on your dreams. You know, sometimes you got to keep your dreams to yourself because there's my little That means evil eye. People don't believe in that. And that could just throw some shade sometimes you got to keep your dreams to yourself for a little bit until they manifest but don't give up on it and even if things may seem difficult that doesn't mean that it's impossible so create go for your dreams go for it you know don't things could be um blockages but that doesn't mean that you know they're gonna block your road for good all right uh so that's all i want to say like go for it i had a, a lot of blocks but i just it was like, fuck it. I'm a problem solver. I'm going to resolve this problem. And anytime that I slipped up, it just gave me more insight of how to do it better. All right. So that's what I want to say. I want to always inspire people to just go for it and, you know, go for their dreams no matter what. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's very warm, touching. Uh, (laughs) I'm definitely inspired by it. I'm definitely changed by it because, you know, (laughs) 
Awesome. Uh, it's never you never get too old to hear that, right? Um, so Emily, where can where can our listeners find you? Oh, tarotbyemily.com or you can just put Emily Munez. And my name is my mom is special, so it's spelled E-M-I-L-I-E. Munez, M-U-N-I-Z. I can be found on Facebook and Instagram and all those social media stuff, but I should pop up if you just put it on Google. But Tarot by Emily is my main website. So check me out there or simplicitytarot.com if you want to purchase the deck or usdagames.com or Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, Barnes and Nobles. Well, thank you, Emily, for having this interview with me. Thank you for answering my questions. Thank you for, you know, telling us all about your journey. Uh, <laughs> I sincerely appreciate it. I, I'm inspired so much more now. Um, Go for it. I'm Go for it. still very excited to be talking to you, to be honest with you. Um, Go for it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for so, having me. I really appreciate it. It made my day today. So thank you. You're absolutely welcome. So, lovey, so we're going to wrap up this episode here on Universal Spirit Podcast here with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC, and I will see you in the next episode. Great. All right. Thank you.